0: Have to put yourself in the right mindset mm-hmm. and you have to manifest what you want because at the end of the day there's so many people out there that are so negative that are going to be so debbie downers on you that are not going to mm-hmm. believe in your dreams but you have to realize these are people with no vision yes so you can't yes. share your vision with people that don't have a vision mm-hmm. you have to share your vision with visionaries with people that are are gonna get you to the next step that might be 20 steps ahead of you, but are willing to be there and help you and and walk you through and mentor you. Mm -hmm. So just know that it's really about who you surround yourself with. Welcome to
1: Ellas, a bi-weekly podcast made by Latinas for Latinas. I talk with talented, inspiring and empowering women who are living their dreams and paving the path for the next generation. I'm Brenda hernandez Jaimez, and this is Ellas. Hola, welcome back to Yes. I'm your host and founder of Yes, Brenda hernandez Jaimez. Thank you so much for listening once again. I'm so happy you're back here for episode 60, 60 episodes so far and You know, AES started as a podcast where we love to amplify and empowering Latina voices because we are living our professional dreams. We are creating impact through our work in our communities and opening the doors for the next generation. And as you all know, the goal of amplifying our voices and stories is to remind you and myself to continue being motivated in this journey that we all have, which is our life. And If you'd like to support the show, you can buy us a cafecito at buymeacoffee.com slash where you can donate at a one-time basis, starting at a dollar or more. And we have set up our first goal, and we're so close to reaching it. So if you would like to help us reach that goal, we would totally be super grateful. And of course, there are other ways to support AES, such as listening, all the episodes, uh, following the show wherever you get your podcasts, and sharing your favorite favorite episode with your amiga. Your support has helped us grow tremendously in these past two years, so muchísimas gracias. And now that we're in episode 60, I am really happy to introduce today's guest, Sandra Lucia. She not only is a listener of Ellas, but she is an amazing example of Ellas. She is a fearless, inspiring, empowering Latina who is making waves, who is taking her dreams into her own hands and making her journey and living her dreams. So over the last decade, Sandra Lucia is a Colombian fashion illustrator who has collaborated with brands such as Chanel, Carolina Herrera, Marciano, Guess, Stacks with Avenue New York, and Estee Lauder, to name only a few, as well as also having created live fashion illustrations for exclusive clients and events. At Saks Avenue, Artists in Residence allowed Sandra to work at its select private events, creating one-of-a-kind illustrations for VIP clients to consult on product launches. Sandra Lucia's illustrations have been featured by fashion designers and media companies such as Marquesa, Rodarte, Adobe Aero, Fierce by Me Too, and Latina Approved. Always experimenting with the beauty and tech industries, Sandra's Lucia's 9 to 5 job island would always rush home to draw as a way of meditation. And in the beauty industry, Sandra worked with small beauty companies. She collaborated with videographers, influencers, and master stylists to create and edit viral hair videos. She managed social media accounts and designed marketing print to be featured such as Modern Salon Magazine, and Beauty Launchpad Magazine. Launching various beauty brands internationally, including in Brazil, Mexico, France, and the Netherlands, always focusing on localization for the customer in each specific region. And in Amazon, Sandra had the opportunity to work as a visual designer and collaborated to work merch for brands such as Amazon Studios, Amazon Handmade, TBS, Rick and Morty of Cartoon Network, as well as popular personalities such as Neil deGrasse Tyson and Hannah Hart. Sandra Lucia was art director for Amazon Prime Video Mexico, launching Prime channels in Mexico, launching HBO, TV Azteca, Play, Paramount+, and many others. Through her journey, she realized the lack of Latina representation in all of the industries she worked in. In the middle of the chaos of 2020, Sandra started her company, Fearless Yaya ya LLC, Latina-owned business that redefines simple stationery by empowering and celebrating authenticity with Latinx communities, the experience of becoming the foundation of her inclusive empowering greeting card and stationery business. Because let's face it, the greeting card industry lacks a lot of representation. How many times have you been able to find the perfect card for your loved one that truly reflects you and your family? Not that much. Fearless Yaya's yeah, greeting cards are more than just stationary. They are products that celebrate the achievements, milestones, lifestyle, and holidays of our Latinx cultures. Somos Dioses, and we are powerful and worthy of recognition and magnification. And that is what Sandra's designs are created with that same goal to provide our cultural representation and pride so that mujeres Poderosas, like you and I, can see ourselves represented in the world. And I'm so happy and honored to welcome our guest, Sandra Lucia.
0: Hola, Sandra. Hola, Brenda. Thank you so much for that introduction. Like, can I, I wish I could, like, literally have you come at every event that I do and <laughs> just introduce me like that. Thank you oh. so much for having me on Yes. This is like a dream come true because I've been listening to your podcast every day for inspiration while I'm drawing, whenever I feel, you know, like a, a moment of of insecurity i love just popping on aes to really get that boost of confidence so thank you so much for having me on your show i'm truly honored sandra thank you
1: you are gonna make me cry because <laughs> you know starting aes was for me to just bring awareness to ourselves to us other latinas about these amazing is and to know that you, when you feel down or you know Want motivation, you put on these conversations and it helps you to keep going. And having these conversations with my guests helps me to keep going. It has motivated me in many dark times and moments. And just to know that it has done the same for you, it's just... It's like, okay, the mission is strong and we are going and we are on the correct path. So thank you. Seriously, it's it's coming to a full circle having you here. Yeah. So
0: muchas gracias. Well, no, gracias a ti, Brenda. Seriously, like I, I love listening to every episode and I get so much insight from every guest. Mm-hmm. I feel like every journey is unique, but I find pieces of myself in every single Asia, yes. like every single guest that you've had on. I feel connected to them, like if they're like my primas and I've mm-hmm. known them because I think a lot of us share the same journey in, you know, trying, trying to navigate life, especially yes. for me as a first generation Colombian Americana here in this country. It's really refreshing to know that there's other, other women, other Latinas that are going through the same thing.
1: And Sandra, you know what I'm going to ask you now? oh so you know you are a woman a fearless mujer who you know goes through her journey who you know takes in her hands what she wants and desires and you've achieved so much and you know I've shared all your achievements but I really want to know and I have an idea obviously we've talked before this episode (laughs) always of course but I really want to know who is Sandra who is Sandra behind Fearless Yaya, who is Sandra behind the fashion illustrations? Who is Sandra behind this amazing, empowering journey?
0: Well, uh, first of all, Sandra is definitely a daughter of immigrants, of Colombian immigrants. Sandra is a wife, a sister, a prima, a tia. Um, Sandra is a human that's so full of light that wants to share. And heal others mm-hmm. with my company, Fearless Yaya. The, actually, the meaning behind my my company's name is brought about from my younger brother. When we were younger, he couldn't pronounce my name, Sandra, so he would call me Yaya. <laughs> and all of my mom's side in Colombia still call me Yaya, even when I'm 33. So <laughs> it's really funny um, that that name has kind of been like an enduring mm-hmm. nickname that uh, my family gave me and. I feel like I'm nurturing my inner child with the work that I do now. And especially when I was a kid, all I wanted to be is an artist, an illustrator, Mm -hmm. and a designer. Now I'm doing everything that I've wanted to do on my own and running my business and feeling so fulfilled and excited to get up every morning. And Fearless comes from my grandfather. Uh, When I was a kid, (laughs) they would call me El Terremoto. (laughs) I would (laughs) never stay still. I've always been someone that has never been afraid. Mm-hmm. I've never been afraid to ask those hard questions, not just only in like in life but also in the boardroom or <laughs> to guest speakers and it's really been my I think for me I I've, I've felt very blessed to have been raised by such strong people, such strong individuals like my parents and my grandfather that kind of taught me that I should never put anybody on a pedestal mm-hmm. and everybody's equal. So mm-hmm. if you find yourself with like your hero or your mentor, like treat them as, as you would treat yourself, like a human being, like they were in your shoes once. And so I think that has helped me navigate my career in general, just being able to ask questions and not be scared and, and go for what I want. So I think that's really like encapsulates you know, fearless. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I love
1: that. And I love that you have really combined all of these important elements of who you are into your career and into your current business, which is realist. Yeah, yeah. So, but I'm very curious, because obviously, it can be tough to realize what we truly want. But Sandra, was it easy for you throughout your journey to combine bringing light? into other people's life, but also being fearless, never betraying who you are and your essence and what you wanted in the art and creating you know your designs and combining these two elements because that is an example of what fearless yeah yeah is but yeah before fearless Yaya, yeah
0: yeah yeah as in these combination no absolutely not I think uh, my whole life I've been living like a dual life you know'm mm-hmm. i Colombia Americana, like I feel like I'm so still so part of Colombia and I still have like a piece of me here in the United States as well. And those are two completely different worlds. And I've always had to assimilate in
2: both, mm-hmm.
0: you know, of the worlds, either not being Latina enough, you know, being La Gringa, or being too Latina and too loud, mm-hmm. specifically like in the boardroom and and trying to assimilate who I am, you know, and 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 really, really finding myself, I think. It wasn't until I moved away from Miami um, that I realized that I was a minority, that I was a Latina, even though we are the majority in this continent. Yes. No. <laughs> it's 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 always been very interesting to me to see like the dynamics change in my life. Growing up in Miami for 30 years, I lived in a Latin bubble. Like I could have, you know, mi pastelito de guayaba every day. I could have my cafecito. And... It was perfect, but I knew that I needed more out of life. I felt like I really didn't belong in Miami. Mm-hmm. I felt kind of like Big Fish. I don't know if you've ever seen that yes. movie. So I felt like Edward. I felt like Ed and I felt like I was a big fish in Miami and I needed to get out and I needed to explore the world. And I just applied to all the big tech companies and I worked. I got a job at Amazon I didn't know that I, you know, I was capable mm-hmm. of working there. And it was, it was great to know that they, they gave me a shot. And it, I think that working at Amazon, living in Seattle for the first time, I really felt like the other, like a Latina, like yes. somebody that maybe potentially didn't belong, you know? Mm-hmm. So for me, especially working as a creative in the tech field, It was rough. It was hard because I always tried to assimilate and try to unite, you know, unite um, different teams together. Um, My first team, Merch by Amazon, was such a great team. Um, I remember whenever I would create video content for them or if I was working on a design, I would invite different members from different teams, um, including like the engineering team, the marketing team. And QA to come and meet with me and and either watch a video that I was working on and get their opinion, get their feedback. And to them, I think it was, it might be a little bit yeah. much for a Latina to like kind of unify and try to unify a department. And it it I think it's just like been a lifeline struggle for me to kind mm-hmm. of really focus on, you know, be true to myself and not get lost in what other people yes. are saying or doing. And I think it wasn't until I realized that, you know what, it doesn't matter what other people say, even in like boardrooms, like I remember having, you know, arguments with engineers about creativity, because they didn't understand the concept behind, Mm -hmm. you can't just click a button and have a piece of work or an illustration, it takes time. So I think I've always been in situations where I might have been in situations where I feel felt like maybe out of place, but that those spaces are where you grow the most. Mm-hmm. When you start putting yourself out there and making yourself super uncomfortable, that's when the magic happens. That's when yes. you start to progress and get to other levels. And it's always been the case. Also, I remember in college, I was an illustrator, but I was taking graphic design classes like sitting in classes and with my designer friends and taking motion graphics and I remember my motion graphics teacher told me oh you'll never amount to anything with motion and when he said that to me I'm like oh really okay hold on <laughs> just just wait <laughs> and being able to take like video content and and make and be a video editor mm-hmm. and create videos that have gone viral all over the beauty world has just been Like, a demonstration of, like, I, you know, I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to do whatever I want, no matter what anybody says. Like, so, especially for whoever's listening right now, if anybody tells you you can't do something, go show them that you can.
1: Yes. Dale una cachetada con un guante blanco.
0: I don't know if I could show you right now, but I have a shirt that says, Yo hago lo que me da la gana. And it's by Hija de tu Madre. and It's kind of been my model my whole life. Like, (laughs) I'm just gonna do what I want. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna study like the like because at the end of the day, we are made up of so many parts of industries. We you can't Mm -hmm. just pigeonhole yourself into one area of expertise because you're gonna be collaborating and working with different types of people. And if you can, you know, uh, pretty much meet them halfway or understand the world that they come Mm -hmm. from. It's so much easier to collaborate and to create such incredible projects rather than you, you know, saying, oh, no, I'm just going to do this because that's what the coursework tells me to do. No, if you have interest in other things, explore them. And after college, too, you're going to keep learning Mm -hmm, (laughs) because I graduated 10 years ago and what I learned 10 years ago does not apply today. Yes. We don't use Flash anymore. We don't use some some of these Adobe programs, but now we use others. And so you have to constantly be learning and being open to learning new things and, yes. and, and just and just really focusing on growth. I think that's always been my, my biggest thing. Like I mm-hmm. want to learn and soak up as much as I can.
1: I love that you've always placed yourself in moments of being uncomfortable because. That's where you learn, that's where you gain new skills. That's where you have been able to collaborate with different people from various industries and have been able to create impact in different countries and really go above and beyond what has been expected of you, right? And you're right. If, you, if we are putting ourselves in this pigeonhole of like, no, I'm just going to do what, this is my coursework through university or what the job description is it's just like, well, how can you really show your talent and what you have to bring if you're just putting yourself like stagnant and not letting yourself grow? And I, 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 I'm seeing all of this from the moment of you leaving Miami because you could have been comfortable, right? You could have been comfortable, yeah. and you know, I've, I've interviewed a lot of Latinas from Miami, and they're like, yeah, like I never felt the other because I was surrounded by so many Latinos, and it Miami's like you know, like, another Latino city, like,
0: it's, yeah, it's literally Latin America, like, it's
1: Latin America, it's yeah, Colombia,
0: it's Colombia, Cuba, Venezuela, mm-hmm. like, it literally is another branch of Latin America, and, and I think that's why I was so lucky that I grew up in such a diverse, like, and beautiful city, because mm-hmm. I was given so many opportunities there, um, especially growing up as a child, my mom saw that I was interested in art, and so the first thing she did was she ran to the school and asked the art teacher if there are any classes or courses that she can enroll me in, and she's like, no, but there's an art magnet school that Sandra could apply to, and potentially you know get in. And that's you know for the I remember when I was this was um, in elementary school. My mom's like, all right, we're gonna make a portfolio <laughs> and you're gonna apply to the school. I was nervous, I was scared because I didn't want to leave my friends. But then I I'm just so grateful that my mom kind of kept pushing me to follow my dream and always yes. believed in me, always believed in everything that I created. So I remember creating my portfolio, getting into Norland Middle and meeting people that were like me, mm-hmm. like artists that are creatives, musicians, drama students. And at Norland, I got that basis, that foundation um, for design and for art and was able to apply to design architecture senior high which was at that time I don't know if it still is it was like the second school in the Mm -hmm. nation for design and going to a school like design architecture senior high I was able to study fashion design and it was it was like a dream come true I remember my mom was super excited she's like really gung-ho that I'm (laughs) going to be a fashion designer and my dad really wanted me to be an architect And so I remember coming back from my first drafting class with the D. Mm -hmm. He was a little disappointed because I wasn't really hot at math. So (laughs) there was no way I could build a house that actually would stand up. (laughs) Only a house for ants, probably. (laughs) I realized that, you know, I love the human figure and I love, you know, fashion and fashion illustration and drawing. And I, you know, I was so lucky that I was at that school and My senior year, I got to produce a collection for Miami Fashion Week. Mm -hmm. A senior, like most seniors are worried about prom and graduating. I was worried about doing a 10-piece collection (laughs) on time for Fashion Week. And yeah, just my, that journey through Miami and it it gave me so much confidence and made me so bold that by the time I went to college, nobody could tell me what to do. Like I remember- Yeah, I remember, hey, I'm an illustrator, but I hung out mostly with graphic designers because I thought it was interesting. Um, At the time, I was a real nerd Mm -hmm. and was always like at the library. And I remember reading about like virtual reality and augmented reality Mm -hmm. and realizing that a headset costs like $5,000 and I didn't have that money, but I would still try to learn and experiment with that Mm because... At, you know, I think that fearlessness and that motivation to keep pushing and keep going further, yes, also comes from just the situation my family was in. Like we weren't, mm-hmm. you know, we were we were living in in a pretty in in the low income neighborhood. And so to be able to have all those opportunities to go to Norland and to go to Dash, like i don't I don't know who was you know. following me if I had a guardian angel, mm-hmm. like protecting me but you know I grew up in a in a pretty rough area, pretty rough neighborhood and I was just very grateful that like every weekend my mom would take me to the library <laughs> and we would just hang out and I would check out as many art books mm-hmm. as possible and we didn't have cable or designer shoes growing up and so I just we re- I really just focused on my craft, which was drawing
2: yes
0: and art and I think also like the generosity of like my aunt Luz Mila she's um to me she's like my second mother she's somebody who believed in my art as well yeah just being able to like learn how to sew from her and she I just remember her bringing me all these books over and and like hey check out these watercolor sets and she was always like a very creative force in my life as well. So having that support system is so key and so important. Yes. And If you don't, if you don't have that support system, just know that you will eventually find it mm-hmm. um, because I also had people in, you know, my family, my dad's side of the family that didn't believe in my, yeah. you know, in my art they, that they would say that I would starve to death and unfortunately for them. So, yeah, so it's just really, you have to put yourself in the right mindset. Mm -hmm. and you have to manifest what you want because at the end of the day there's so many people out there that are so negative that are going to be so Debbie Downers on you that are not going to believe in your dreams but you have to realize these are people with no vision yes you can't share your vision with people that don't have a vision Mm -hmm. you have to share your vision with visionaries with people that are are going to get you to the next step that might be 20 steps ahead of you, but are willing to be there and help you and and walk you through and mentor you. Mm -hmm. So just know that it's really about who you surround yourself with. Because for me, it would have been easy to stay trapped in a situation where I wasn't really in control, but I decided not to. You know, I grew up in knowing how it is in (laughs) Latin cultures, especially a lot of machismo, they saying that, oh, you should be in the kitchen and making babies. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, I'm actually going to go, <laughs> you know, build a company and, and do it, do what I want to do uh, to secure my future. Because that's the other thing, like, um, there's no safe jobs. I mean, I yes. think after this pandemic, um, I think we all realize that there isn't a job in the world that's safe. Mm-hmm. So even, you know, I feel so bad for like the doctors and the nurses. I have many friends that are both doctors and nurses that worked through this pandemic that, you know, looking back, I remember a lot of my, you know, my parents' friends are like, oh, you should be a doctor. You should be a nurse. or you should be that. And it's like, no, you should be what you're passionate about. Yes. Because they're going to be really rough days. And if you can't get up out of bed in the morning because you're not passionate about what you do. That's just, it honestly, I don't know. It just, it's, it's not going to, the money isn't going to fulfill you.
1: Yes. So. Money is not going to be the respuesta para tu felicidad.
0: Exacto. Fue, like for, for me, I thought, you know, when I was working at Amazon, I thought that was the dream job. Mm-hmm. And it ended up just not being the dream job at all. It ended up being a nightmare. It, I was... Definitely overworking myself, and I burned myself out. And to be honest, like I thought that was what I was supposed to do for a long time. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: But stepping back, I realized that was an experience that I had to have to realize that I needed to do illustration. I I needed Mm -hmm. to do what I love, what I studied, what I was good at. Yes, because moments of crisis happen and. You need to figure out what is it that you want to do with your life. I remember at Amazon, I got really sick. There was a point where I was coughing up blood and I had this white like little speck come Mm -hmm. up in an x-ray. So in Seattle, I was at a doctor's office and the doctor told me that it was lymphoma. And I stopped and I was like, oh, my God, like lymphoma cancer. Mm -hmm. Like I was terrified. And that night, I spoke to my best friend Paula, and she's like, "No, Sandra, we're you're gonna go to Colombia, and you're gonna go get a second opinion and a third opinion." And thank God I did. Thank God I went to Colombia to get that second opinion because I had a a team of doctors down there <laughs> waiting for me. Thanks to my uh, godfather, who's a Medellin and has like an extensive. Like network of amazing friends that are doctors. They looked at my case and they did a endoscope and and took pieces of that cyst and realized it was just water. But those three, four months of hell of not knowing if I had cancer no or not made me realize, no, you know what? i this isn't this isn't it. This is this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm not supposed to be working for a corporation that doesn't see my you know Latinos as an important audience
1: or doesn't even see you as a person
0: yeah so I just felt um especially because I I you know just you know I learned a lot of great things Mm -hmm. and I did incredible projects and I worked with incredible teams but it just wasn't what I felt was the end-all be-all
2: yeah it
0: wasn't the dream it was my parents dream To be honest, I feel like my parents are super proud and they're super excited, but it's not, I just didn't feel like I could make the impact I wanted to make in the, in the world, Mm -hmm. as much as I think I'm making an impact now with what I'm doing. And having that second opinion was like a second lease on life. Like I was, I was already thinking, okay, that's it. It's over. Like I'm going to do chemo and my life is over. But now I realize that that was just a second lease on life. That was something that made me realize the work-life balance that I didn't have. The uh, working from 7 a.m. to midnight just wasn't, it just wasn't
1: sustainable.
0: It was not sustainable at all. So I'm I'm really happy that I went through that experience and that I moved away because it really opened my eyes to how people treat Latinos and how people treat others and how people perceive us you know Mm -hmm. so I really wanted to do something about changing especially as a Colombiana like I want people to change that perception of of narcotics and drugs like I don't I remember every single country I've ever visited I remember I was in Bali one time with my husband Mm -hmm. um, on vacation and some guy was like oh you're Colombian oh you you know you have you must have drugs on you and it's like no not really it's that's really offensive so I feel like I have an obligation to lift up the reputation of Colombia of Latinos Mm -hmm. especially in this country in the world and the work I do the illustrations I create are really to inspire and motivate and push us to keep fighting and keep getting what's ours, you know, because I think, especially in the corporate world, we see a lot of wage gaps between women, Mm -hmm. not just white women, Latina women, black women experiences, where you'll have a male counterpart making double or triple what you're making, but working on the same work. like really? Okay. (laughs) That makes sense. So it's just, it it really, you really have to focus on what's good for you, Mm
2: -hmm. take
0: and learn from those experiences and know that everything that you go through in life is just another door that's going to close and open. Yes. Another, it's not a failure. It's really, I would say redirection. And I think 2020 was, what's that for me is redirection and, and realizing that this is not the life that I wanted to live and I'm so grateful for that so now I'm just like super excited for every every day I wake up and I'm working on different illustrations excited for new projects that are coming up that I can't talk about but I'm really hopefully soon we'll be able to talk about with new brands Yeah, like before Amazon, I I would work with lots of beauty brands and at night and on weekends, I would work as a fashion illustrator for a lot of major brands, you know, especially during like the holidays Mm -hmm. or like Mother's Day, where I would come into like, for example, like a Chanel boutique or a Saks and and sit and illustrate VIP clients. And that completely halted during the pandemic. So it really like it really threw me for a loop because I had to turn down a lot of amazing opportunities but at the same time it gave me time to focus on building my illustrations because where I was two years ago is nothing compared to where I am now Now, Yeah, like the way I illustrate is completely different and it's exciting and I'm inspired by this whole, like these whole 10 years of Mm -hmm. me growing into who I am now. So for especially any creative that's listening and you look at other artists and you're like, man, you know, they're doing this and I wish I could be doing this. Well, you can do those things, but know that you have to practice and that you have to get yourself to that position especially when you're working with brands you need to bring something to the table you need to bring ideas and prototypes and if you ever do please keep them to yourself don't leave prototypes to brands because i've i've seen and i've heard from friends Mm -hmm. that brands Mm -hmm. love to steal but um please 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 just know that you'll get there Mm -hmm. if you put in the work Mm -hmm. but if you don't put in the work and you expect like chanel to knock on your door
1: they're never gonna knock on your door (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> they're too busy yes knock on your door
1: so sandra oh my gosh so we have to unpack a lot from here but oh, sorry
0: I'm just no like,
1: i love this i'm just you as a listener of ellas you know that i'm really loving these lot like i love these long conversations that we have because from there we can take a lot of nuggets and reflect and really like say like because i connected a lot with what you said I connected a lot. And, you know, first of all, the, the moment of having that support from your mom yeah, and her pushing you and supporting you to say, no, you're going to art school from a very yeah. young age. That is tremendous. You know, that I reflected that because, you know, my mom was very supportive from a young age, my parents, That's both awesome. of them. So you had that fear of like, I don't want to leave my friends, but your mom kind of helped you have that mindset of like, you have to go after your dreams and your talents and your skills so you can grow and become the
0: Sandra that you're meant to be, right? By the way, 30 years later, I'm not friends with any of the people that I was friends in elementary school. So So, that's the other thing. Like, don't stick around for friends or do it for you. Yes. Because that's where that's, that is who you need to take care of first.
1: Exactly. And i Connect with that because at fifteen, I left what I was used to, what my yeah. friends you know and and moved to mexico and because I had these dreams and goals, which I accomplished, at the end of the day, I am fulfilled and more full person because of that, and you are as well, and yes. I'm seeing your career and you've been able to move from Miami then to you know you did a little um stint in New York and then you went to Seattle and now you're in Maryland, like yeah. I know because you and I are the same in that sense that you are not attached to a place. And it might sound harsh for some other people, but yeah. for someone who is going to have their dream job or like is working towards towards it and have the opportunity to leave where they are, the the comfort zone, maybe not even a phys- not moving to another country or city, but maybe- another job title or a responsibility or whatever but yeah. what can and you shared so much advice on you, on how you yeah. did it but like what words of encouragement do you can you share that yeah. reminds them like at the end of the day it's you it's your life it's yeah. your happiness you cannot de- place your happiness on your friends and on a place that at the end of the day they're not they're not going to be there and, and they might not yeah. be there some of them are. Have you heard? The Seeker is finally out. We're launching our podcast production services. I'm continuing our mission of amplifying Latina voices by providing our podcast production services. Over the past two years of amplifying Latinas, it's been inspiring to see them embrace their powerful voices, making waves in their career, and sharing their inspiring stories by creating a meaningful space to connect, uplift, and motivate others. I want to be there to guide you while you pave your way in podcasting and help you amplify your voice. If you're interested in our podcast production services and want to work with a Latina podcast manager that understands your voice, story, and message, then please join our waitlist at as-media.com slash waitlist. That's as-media.com slash waitlist. I can't wait to share more updates with you in the near future. Now, let's go back to the show.
0: Like I have like maybe five friends that will always be there for me Mm -hmm. and they know who they are and they know how much I love them. But there are other people that come and go in your life. Mm -hmm. It's like a season. You know, those are the right people for that season in your life. For me, I think my first big adventure was New York. So when I was in college, I was broke and I was literally working three jobs. I was actually four jobs working at Chili's. So that's where I would get all my food <laughs> and IT and uh, the print shop and also the library. So at my school at Ringling, I, again, I was working and going to school for a time, um, but I w- I really like wanted to do an internship. There were no internships that I wanted to do in Sarasota. Mm-hmm. So I decided, you know what, let me just figure out and manifest internship in New York. So. I was at a party because I worked hard, but I partied really hard. I was like, AKA party girl (laughs) in college. And I remember my friend Nikki, who's actually a, she directed an incredible series on Nickelodeon called Santiago in the Seas that you guys have to check out. Yes. It's Um, so cute. It's adorable. So she's actually from Puerto Rico and she's one of my, you know, a really good friend of mine that in in college that was like, Hey, do you want to go to New York? I was like, literally the night before i was journaling i'm gonna manifest an internship in new york and the next day at a party one of my friends is like hey i just finished this internship in new york with mm-hmm. richard solomon who is the biggest art rep in the country do you want to go i was like oh uh, yeah <laughs> like there was no me thinking how am i gonna pay for the ticket to go like where am i gonna stay in new york am i staying in a box like what am i gonna do I decided, you know what? I'm gonna go for it. Figuring it I'm gonna go, um, I'm gonna when. do it. And I didn't tell my parents because at the time I was 18, so I was like, I'm gonna do it. I don't care. And luckily, one of my friends, she just introduced me to a, like a network of friends of her friends in New York, and then my other friend Anthony was like, "Hey, I have my childhood home that you could stay at, and my parents are there. They only speak Cantonese, but they would love to have you." And I'm like, done so I have a place to stay I I worked like the first I think month of the summer and then mm-hmm. the last two months were my internship in New York so I saved all my money eating in casa like eating like ramen every day to make sure I had enough money for New York and it literally changed my life that trip
2: mm-hmm.
0: as an 18 year old and what well no I, I think it was 20 at the time wasn't legal. I had a, a definitely a fake ID on me <laughs> um, to go to the clubs, but definitely it what it really made me believe that I could do this. Like I can yes. be an illustrator, and I could if I'm you know seeing the process of how Richard Solomon works with his stable of illustrators and goes and gets jobs. Like for example, if you go back in the day in Barnes and Noble, they had a huge mural of authors. I don't know if you remember. Like, you know, Mark Twain, like illustrations Mm, of all these authors. Well, one of his artists created that mural. And so, what Richard Solomon did, he would get these big ticket jobs for illustrators, these big projects Mm -hmm. with these big brands, and he would kind of mesh them together and collaborate in these beautiful, in this, the most beautiful way. And I remember he asked me, you know, when I was like, you know making portfolios for him he's like what artists would you would you like to meet Mm -hmm. and I told him oh I would love to meet Marcos Chin one day and Marcos Chin is a fashion illustrator that I found when I was a teenager at my best friend's house we'd like read Cosmo Girl magazine and take the quizzes and so he designed one of those illustrations Mm -hmm. for the quiz and at that moment I remember I was like probably like 14, 15. I was like, I want to be this. I want to be an illustrator. Mm-hmm. And so for it to come full circle and Richard Solomon connecting me to Marcos Chen and me ended up ending up in a sushi restaurant, this Colombian girl that has never had sushi in her <laughs> life, sitting right across from her idol, Marcos Chen. And for Marcos to say, you're talented, like you got it in you. Mm-hmm. Because I remember showing him two different sets of sketchbooks. At the time, there was this like weird, ugly sketching trend going on where it looked like a two-year-old drew the illustration. It was just like this thing, like this very trendy fad that illustrators were doing. And then Marco saw all my digital illustrations and he's like, Sandra, you can draw. Stop trying to fit into a trend because that it's not longevity that is going to pass it's going to fade away and there's going to be another you know fad that comes around that Mm -hmm. you're not going to be up for so you can draw you know how to draw stick to what you know and it will come and he was so right like me thinking oh I have to be like a specific artist or style and a lot of, I think a lot of illustrators and a lot of creatives go through this like journey about finding your voice. Guess what? You already have one. Mm-hmm. Like you already have a voice. You just have to refine and tune it. Yes. Kind of like a musician refining their instrument. You have to keep practicing every day and drawing. And and that's what I did literally from that moment on. I just drew, 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 drew every day in my sketchbook. And then I would like, Really focused on my digital illustration. um So, being able to, back to your question, being able to take a shot and say, Yes, I'm going to go to New York and have the best summer in my life. Because I said yes to something that was scary, that it was going to be my first time. Back then, guys, we didn't have iPhones. I didn't have an iPhone. So, there were no Google Maps. So, I'm here with like a Moleskine sketchbook trying to figure <laughs> out how to catch the next train and where i'm going and it was terrifying but it was so like thrilling and mm-hmm. exhilarating like i felt so so lucky because everything i think in my life all the good things that i've manifested i've i've created vision boards or i have journaled, and yeah they have come to life and maybe it takes a couple of years and sometimes certain things don't come right away but if you keep trying especially if you have something to give if you have something to bring to the table it's going to happen for you so don't be scared say yes go for it do you do you don't worry mm-hmm. especially when people tell you like after i went to new york my parents like as loca why did you go <laughs> and i'm like i know but i had to do it and it's something yes. that, that i never regret and cuz like i could have just stayed in sarasota or gone back yeah. to miami that summer and not explored the you Met every day. That. Yeah, Gone to the Society of Illustrators and sketched with like some of my favorite artists too. So I just felt, I felt like I was living the dream.
1: And you were, and you were open to opportunities and experiences and learning from, you know, artists that saw the talent in you that yeah. really even like lit up that fire inside of you to go further. Yeah. And Sandra, that's so true. Like, I think we really, we don't realize the extent extensive life experience that we can have but you're saying yes yeah. and you going yeah. for it and, and
0: saying no to the things that don't serve you yeah that's so important
1: so going now going to the other side of that yeah because we i remember talking with melba another amazing guest that how when we can't say no to things that are not serving us we put on this coach right the oh, we are wearing the expectations of our parents, our family, friends, and even the expectations that society has placed on us. Yeah. And we, you know, wrap it up and we become unhappy.
0: A hundred percent.
1: And, you know, you've went through that, you know, Mm -hmm. and it took you to your health to make you realize, I'm going to take that coat off and I'm not going to be in a situation that, does not value my health. it does not value mm-hmm. me as a person as a Latina as a Colombian and I'm going to start saying yes to what I want so yeah. how I, and it was hard because it took you to that till that moment to yeah. realize it right and I think
0: yeah I think it's something yeah. that like it, it's hard like your whole life especially as Latinos um Latinas Latinx we look at our parents growing up And they work so hard. Like my mom used to make arepas Mm -hmm. for us to survive. And she first of all, she makes the best arepas in the world. And whoever's tried one is a blessed soul because she doesn't make them anymore. Because I told her, you need to retire, mama. You need (laughs) to just rest those beautiful hands. So you see how hard they work. You see how hard they push. And you're like, how can I not? Like, how can I not do this career or or be this person or or buy this brand or Mm -hmm. do this? But then you start to deinvest in yourself. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're working this incredible job or, or whatnot. But is it a nightmare or is it your dream job? Mm-hmm. Is it something you really want to do? Or is it something that's just paying the bills? So you have to stop and realize like, what are things that you're doing? And this is an exercise I do every week in my bullet journal and my, like, my daily planner. As a Virgo, I'm super organized. I'm crazy <laughs> about like journaling. So I I look back on the week and look at with like my highlighters, like I write what has served me, what gave me energy. Mm -hmm. And then I like with like a red or or pink highlighter, I say, what took away from me? What Mm -hmm. drained me? And so when I started noticing in my bullet journal that a lot of the things that I was doing, you know, when I was working at Big Tech just drained me and wasn't fulfilling me that were robotic, especially for a creative, I just realized, you know what, this isn't, this isn't it. This isn't my life. And we start to realize it's not about the house you buy, or when you have to have kids, or the brand names that you wear, because guess what, none of that is possible. If you're, if you're unhappy, and you're sick, and you are just miserable, like I feel like the biggest thing, the biggest perception, especially in like the Latin community, or even like in my own family is like, you have to look and appear successful. Yes. You have to appear a certain way. And if they don't understand your success, then they're not, you're not successful. Your success depends on you and how you feel.
2: Yes.
0: Don't let anybody ever tell you who you have to be when you have to buy a house, when you have to have a child, you do you. And if you don't want to have children, that's cool, too. Or if, you know, the your lifestyle, the way who you like, who you are as a person, is not defined by exterior factors. It's defined by who you really, truly want to be. And I feel like for my whole life, I've always been kind of like that, that black sheep or the outcast, because I've always thought differently. I always thought, that no, that doesn't look appealing to me. I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, that doesn't seem where I want to, like, end up in life. I want to build a legacy because my ancestors, for example, my grandfather, he was a, a coffee grower in Colombia that was dirt poor, raising 12 children with $16,000 a year. And then you look at, you know, just what we, we make maybe in big tech or the in all these careers. and. You just, it just, it's, you, you feel very disconnected, even with, if you are making X amount of money, is it really, truly happiness? No, Mm -hmm. because I don't, I mean, money can buy comfort and money can buy certain things, but money can't uh, fulfill your passions. And I think the biggest thing is for me, I just started saying no to a lot of things and a lot of people and being able to be on my own. Away from Miami, I also was able to grow as an artist because mm-hmm. I started dedicating my weekends, even before the pandemic, to just drawing and sketching and creating products and developing collaborations, reaching out and and doing things that are beyond myself. So I started saying no to la la prima o la tia. Oh, can you design this wedding? No, I can't go hire a designer to do it mm-hmm. because guess what like at the end of the day, it's like your your life or your your, your week or, or your time is a jar. So if you start filling your jar with all these little pebbles, these big, amazing projects that are like dream projects can't come because you've already filled your cup with these little insignificant projects that don't mean anything to you. So be protective of your time, who mm-hmm. you surround yourself with. like. I've always surrounded myself with the best of the best. Like my best friends, I remember in college, Kyra and May, these girls are overachievers, crazy, high achievers, but like to party and like to live life, you know? So always surround yourself with people that compliment you and and make sure that you know that you don't have to fit in society standards of, oh, you have to have a child by 30 or have Mm -hmm. to have a child by, a you know, certain age my mom had my brother at 40 and my younger brother alexander he's like perfect the guy he looks like bad bunny like a lot of my my friends are like man if he was single (laughs) (laughs) he's happily married he's he's doing fantastic he's actually somebody that i've also had to kind of mentor and teach him don't do what mom and dad want you to do don't do what your friends tell you to do do what you want to do so i remember he had a hard choice when he was in high school my parents really wanted him to, you know, work at big tech and do like math, and he really wanted to pursue his dream of being an anthropologist, like Indiana Jones. And I told him, you need to do you. Yeah. Don't do what mom or dad says because guess what? They already lived their life, mm-hmm. and if they didn't do what they they couldn't do what they wanted to do, it's because of the opportunities that they didn't have. You have the opportunity to go out and set forth and study what you want to do. So do what you want to do, because at the end of the day, that money that you get being where you are, is not going to make you happy. Mm-hmm. So you just have to follow your dreams. And he's right now, he's happily employed as an anthropologist, flying all over the world, doing his thing, super successful, making bank. And, you know, we we both inspire each other and I'm grateful that, you know, he has that that intuition mm-hmm. in him that he wanted to do that and and become what he wanted to be and, instead of following my parents path or yes. another path because that's the other thing like they didn't have those opportunities mm-hmm. and they kind of want to live their through dreams us. through us but they can't like it's not mm-hmm. this world is a completely different world from where they were raised and grew up there's no such thing as a pension there's no such thing as like a company looking out for you, <laughs> like you're replaceable yes. anywhere you go. So become something that is a re- like, that, that nobody could replace you. Like for me, my company, I'm the, I'm the hefa, you know, I get yes. up in the morning and if there's a day that I need to take off, I look in the mirror and I'm like, Sandra, can I take this day off? Yes. Okay, yes. great. And I mean, those are, that's the plus side, but there's a lot of, you know, ups and downs in the of business course. as well, but I feel so much more safer and protected that I am charting my own journey and creating projects and working with such amazing yes. people and brands. And I can't wait. I can't wait for all the incredible things that I have to announce. But, but seriously, like it really comes down to you picking, you choosing who and what you want to invest your time and your money in. Yes. Because do you want to invest your dream? Or say, if you want to invest your money and a new iPhone or a new iMac just because you want to like look a certain way or if you want to buy a certain designer like bags okay that's great but you're just you're investing in Tim Cook and Gucci and Louis Vuitton like you're not investing in yourself. yourself so if you take that money save it create your own website do what you have to do mm-hmm. to start your business get an LLC and do the things that you have to do like in order to really sustain and support your business and start working towards business plan a five-year plan of of what is it that you really truly want to do and take control of your life you're going to be so much happier because it's all about choices again a new iphone a thousand dollars you could spend a thousand dollars on an iphone or spend a uh, on an yourself, LLC. yeah, on education and LLC on investing in yourself, investing in your dreams. So, for the first time, I think in my life, and you know last year, I invested in myself, and I realized that it's hard because I didn't see that growing mm-hmm. up because you know, growing up, you see people just doing what they do and and going and working the career pipeline. And I never really hung out with like entrepreneurs. and to be, be become one now and and to even have, to me, I think the most satisfying thing is to have leaders in the industry. Mm-hmm. I'm not just talking about like one or two, like I'm talking about my friend Holly Nichols and Coco Michelle and all these, you know, Ron Gong, Devo, like other illustrators at their top of their game telling me that I'm talented like when I jump on their lives like Mm -hmm. it's like we're friends like they're like oh my god if you're not following fearless yaya you have to go follow fearless yaya I'm like (laughs) amazed and astonished and even here's a story with uh Bill Donovan so Bill Donovan is a fashion illustrator Mm -hmm. who has done incredible illustrations for Dior and I was working that day a Chanel event And I was super excited because it was Les Exclusives. It was uh, once a year, they have this huge event where they fly in all the fragrances, uh, like exclusive fragrances of Chanel and have this like education, like an educator come and talk about all the scents and how Coco Chanel designed Mm -hmm. them. And so I was there (laughs) illustrating all the VIP clients doing live sketching and also working on like watercolors and other Mm -hmm. things that, I was doing and bill donovan comes up to my table and in here like i was freaking out internally but like i had to be like no like i had to be cool this i'm gonna i'm gonna chanel event so (laughs) to have him come up and say oh i love what you're doing and then walk back to the station and do like see his beautiful illustrations of, of portraitures that he he would do i just was blown away like i was so impressed with just everything that he's done my whole life and so to have heroes like that tell you know kind of validate and Mm -hmm. say yo you're good you're awesome you're you're talented is incredible and even being able to like talk to him um after his session which he is such a sweetheart he actually squeezed in my mother-in-law martha um and she's a redhead beautiful redhead and basically, he he illustrated her, and I was dying because oh my god, Bill Donovan's illustrating my swag out. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and then afterward, he t- he chatted with me, and he talked to me and gave me some advice. And he said, first of all, <laughs> what you're doing, you're doing it, girl. Like, you're working <laughs> at Chanel. You're doing a big events. You're doing it. Two, draw every day, draw, mm-hmm. draw, draw, draw. And the same thing that Marcos told me, keep drawing, drawing, drawing. Yes. And it's like okay, and people don't understand that like everybody Mm -hmm. who knows me my family they always see me with an ipad and they know that i'm drawing but there are people that don't get it and they get they might get offended that i'm drawing or sketching but like inspiration and creativity always comes at random times so back to bill donovan he basically also like kind of pushed me and motivated me and said sandra you need to also share what you've learned with future generations so like my goal is to whenever an artist or creative like slides into my like, dms yes. i always like give them all nice. the all the apps all the recommendations whatever Shining they need out. any questions like what camera do i use like everything because i was in their shoes once and nice. i remember that time when i would email an artist or message somebody and nobody would get back to me so I'm very I'm somebody that's very open
2: mm-hmm.
0: um I think I am my biggest competitor because I'm fierce 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 and I don't think everybody anybody else is my competition I see everybody else as my collaborator yes like people that I could learn from um and or even like work with or do mm-hmm. same projects with Yes. um instead of thinking oh you know, she's my competition, I don't want to speak to her, I don't want to do this, or I don't want to tell this artist my secrets, because it's competition, or, you know, they're gonna stab me in the back, because at the end of the day, you have to lift everybody up, especially for me, for Latinas, or Black artists that come and and talk to me, I've even been on Zoom calls, and mentored some of them, because I feel like it's so important to pass on my knowledge to others, yes, because at the end of the day, like you're uplifting a whole new generation of artists exactly. that might be, you know, not understand what what's happening or how to get to the point you're at. Because for me, it looks easy. And I look, it looks flawless, like maybe on Instagram, mm-hmm. but it it took me 10 years to get here. You know? Yes. And knowledge I don't know if power. I answered the question, but no, you did. You did. Okay. <laughs> so, tranquila, tranquila.
1: And it's so true. Knowledge is power. And it's up to us just because how you said that your parents didn't have the opportunities that you have so they could live their dreams and have the life they wanted because you know they our parents yes they do live through us right but it's our responsibility as this generation to share that knowledge to share those tips to help uplift and open the doors for the generation that is coming yeah
0: because yes if
1: like like you said like if you're not opening the doors for the next generation then you're not doing your job it's 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 not just about you it's about the children that are it's
0: like you have to uplift la cultura everybody that's around us like even like artists in colombia dm me and message Mm -hmm. me and they have questions they're like how do you work with chanel how do you work with these brands like what do you do and i honestly tell them I persevere. Like yes. I remember, um, before I got the gig with Chanel, one of my amazing friends, her name's Kelly Sachs. She's a influencer. She works with a lot of different brands um, and recommended me to Bloomingdale's. She's like, "Hey, you need to check out my girl Sandra." But if it wasn't for the relationship that I established with mm-hmm. Kelly, bringing her on to projects with my beauty companies and getting her you know, put mentioning her name in meetings, yeah. like you, if you're in a meeting, if you know of another Latina that you can bring into that meeting, say her name. But yes. like if you can't do what, you know, if you can't do a specific job, like for me, if like a specific brand comes to me and is like, I need X, Y, and Z, and I know that another illustrator or another person can do it better, or is more apt for that, I'm going to recommend that specific person because At the end of the day, it's not competition. There's enough work to go around for everybody. And also create your own opportunities. Like I remember I, you know, that big Bloomingdale's first live sketching event. It happened February 14th and I was super excited. I was so inspired. I thank Kelly so many times. Like I feel like I blew up her phone with text messages and that live sketching event, a girl from my high school came. And I sketched her. And it was like so incredible to sketch um Cara, because like she was so full of life. She was designing her thesis for you know for for her graduation. And I remember being in her shoes and she asked me what advice I had. I'm like, go and go into the best design schools. If you really want to do fashion design go to Parsons, go to FIT, go to those schools that are going to give you that knowledge Mm -hmm. to keep going. She was just such a sweetheart. And and she's always, I think she followed my illustrations and my work since then. And it's being able to like establish those relationships and push other younger generations of creatives to keep going forward. Because I I remember after that event, I would go over to other like boutiques because every time I would do an event, I had a huge stack of business cards and I would go to other events because I was already dolled up and dressed up. And I'm <laughs> like, okay, I'm going to go and leave a business card at like Saks or Louis Vuitton or, you know, Carolina yeah. Herrera. And just that's the thing being able to put yourself out there, even when you aren't ready yet to be put out there, mm-hmm. is key. And I yes. would do that every month. I would put, even when I didn't have an event, Uh, my husband Jonathan Diaz he would carry business cards for me and we would just leave them everywhere and I had a lot of no's but I had a couple yeses and it's that's the thing it's those yeses that keep you going and it might not be the right project for the right time too like when it comes to when somebody closes the door on you Mm -hmm. but no you could always go back and ask them and keep because
1: you are fearless because you go after that yes because you wanted fulfill your dreams you are now the founder and ceo of fearless yeah yeah so we are fast forwarding to now what have been the biggest lessons that obviously the experience of your past of having a sustainable work and life balance which is a work in progress but like what have been the lessons that you've learned throughout your past that you're now applying currently with fearless Yeah yeah so it can be a better place for you for future illustrators for yeah. your audience what has that journey been like
0: okay for the number one thing is i've started right now to establish like work life balance like making sure i take my weekends off yes <laughs> because a couple months ago like a month ago i had an incident where i you know i collapsed because I was overworking myself. Mm -hmm. Again, those negative habits that I've learned from corporate of like overworking and working like a robot in the machine, they don't serve me. So Mm -hmm. I've learned to take breaks, play video games, because I am a little nerd and me and my husband love to play video games. And really just focus on the projects and saying yes to people that are going to really... Fill your cup for me, being on this podcast right now fills my cup speaking speaking to you, knowing that there are other creatives out there that you know might listen to us and and kind of resonate with what I have to say, that fills my cup. Those are yes. opportunities I say yes to. I say no thing to things that aren't serving me like whenever my illustrations go viral, sometimes I get certain projects like. Certain commission projects that I just don't want to do because they don't serve my purpose or my clients. I'm super selective with who I work with. Like I, certain corporations or people that don't mesh with mm-hmm. my mission or my brand or the way I want to represent myself, I say no to. Like a couple of weeks ago, I had like an ESG company come up to me, and like in my email, like, "Oh, we would offer you X amount of money if you." Had like a Insta story with e-cigarettes. I'm like, no, like I don't smoke. I don't condone that. I don't want to do that. So being able to say no to projects that don't serve you, that don't serve the greater good, those are things that I've learned from, you know, working ten years and and bringing all that experience from learning how to build relationships with influencers and learning how to properly collaborate and actually you know, doing things that are the, you know, kind of like the right way of doing things instead of the easy easy way or cutting corners. I don't like cutting corners at all. Like everybody that has ever received the package for me has, you know, received a perfectly sealed package with like chipboard and my illustration is Mm -hmm. immaculate and perfect. Cause like even my printers that I have, like my Epson printers, the knowledge that I learned working at the print shop of like Calibrating colors and making sure that everything is fully vibrant and the best experience for my customer. Like for me, making sure that my clients and my customers feel like they are, tr- are being treated like VIPs, like that is the, the most satisfying feeling, feeling that I get. Like, yeah. like a five-star review on my Etsy, and somebody's like, I felt like Sandra went above and beyond for this piece or this project. And being able to, like, if if you get a commission or a gig that is not like a dream, be professional, be upfront, be realistic with expectations, you know, pad yourself with, with time, you know, it's promise something and give them extra, a couple mm-hmm. extra days. And then if you deliver it, you're over delivering and under promising. I think yeah. that's what it said, it's called. Yeah. So making sure that you, and I did this a lot in like Chanel and other companies that I collaborate with DVF, especially Marciano. Mm-hmm. I remember one time I had to draw 40 women at a dinner. And I was like, listen, I know you want this style of illustration, but realistically, we could only do three colors and maybe a line drawing. And they're like, we get it. We understand. And I drew all of them, all those 40 women, plus like two more mm-hmm. <laughs> that showed up out of nowhere. and being able to like set boundaries and pricing and charging what you're worth plus adding tax and doubling it if you have to even in negotiations with salary look at going to like glass door and see what people are are making for those specific careers and every time you jump double your salary if you can
1: yes you know oh my god so much nuggets here and seriously Sandra, thank you for this wonderful conversation. Like you just gave us so much advice on how to move forward and be fearless, take control of our dreams in our life. And I want to close this amazing conversation, Sandra, with the same question that you already know. But if you have the opportunity to travel back in time, knowing what you know now, what you went through, experienced the highs and lows at any age, what would you tell little Sandra?
0: Well, little Yaya, I would... Um... You're going to make me cry. (laughs) I would basically tell her, first of all, give her the biggest hug and tell her that she's going to go through a lot of trauma, that she's going to face a lot of adversity. She's going to face a really tough world, but that she is the light and the beacon that is going to shine so bright. She's going to do the most incredible things like All of her heroes, everybody she's dreamed of, all those little journals that she keeps, you know, things she wants to do. Mm -hmm. She's going to accomplish all of them, plus more. She's going to inspire so many people. She's going to have a lot of dark moments, a lot of dark times, but she's going to get through them because she is so talented and she is truly an inspiration. Somebody that is going to light the way, not only for herself, but for others. Because she's going to open the room and build ladders and make sure that other Latinas help, you know, come and help and yeah. kind of be the leader in bringing others with her. So I think the biggest thing I would tell her is that to keep going, to not, not listen to the people that say that, que se va a morir de hambre si esta haciendo arte, like all of those things. They They are just people that have no vision. to not listen to people without a vision because she has the most grandiose beautiful vision that no matter what she's going to make it through and to go see a psychologist as soon as possible (laughs) because self-care and mental health is so important especially when we're going through dark times and especially in the latinx community there's a negative connotation to 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 mental health Mm -hmm. and she's going to be able to break down those barriers and Seek help and live the most fulfilled, incredible, like fairy tale life that she has ever thought of. Like she's gonna meet the man of her dreams, marry yeah. him, and he's gonna be her partner in crime. So to just be gentle with herself, be gentle with others and 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 know that things are gonna work out, that she's gonna like she's just gonna be fearless. She's gonna be a terremoto and uh, to just be her yes. and not be callaita don't be kayayita. speak your mind and speak up mm-hmm. because you deserve everything you deserve everything that bonus plus the check plus all that all that money yes. in the bank so Love that's what it. i would say little judge to little baby yeah oh. yeah
1: amazing amazing thank you thank you sandra and thank you for listening as well i hope you really found inspiration and motivation in this conversation with sandra yeah. that i did I connected it resonated a lot with what we were talking today. And for our listeners who have come this far, we have a big surprise for you. Sandra, as the amazing person that she is, has given listeners of a yes. Yeah, 20%
0: I'm giving off. 20% off anything in my website or my Etsy store. So probably when this airs in Mm -hmm. my Etsy store, so any print, anything that's in my Etsy store, you get 20% off with the code AYAS20. So anything that you want, 20% off, just because you made it this far. And do we have another surprise? We have another
1: surprise, we do. Oh my
0: goodness, we have another surprise.
1: So not only do you get the 20% off, um, Sandra's Etsy or and website shop, but we're also doing a giveaway of one of her amazing prints, which is the AOC print. And oh my God, this giveaway, you are, because you're listening to this first, you are going to be ahead of the giveaway of the same giveaway that we're doing on Instagram. So what you have to do to win this eight by 10 AOC print is by writing right now, right now you on Apple podcast. Screenshot that review and upload it to your Instagram stories, tagging me, as the podcast on Instagram and Fearless Yeah Yeah. That is Fearless Y-A-Y-A-Y-A. Y-A, Y-A. Y-A. Y-A.
0: Yeah.
1: Yes. And these worlds are going to be here on the show notes. just In case mm-hmm. you want them read again, but do all those steps. And we'll be, we'll be choosing a winner for the AOC print, but I'm you have to tag excited. us. Yes, you have to tag is- us.
0: You have to tag us. If you don't tag us, we it's not a valid entry. And Just because you, you write a yes. review, we don't we don't know. It. Like we we want to make sure that you tag us on the Insta story. We will be collecting those uh, entries, and then we'll have a random, like you know, one of those selection. little crazy wheels. Yeah, random selection. So I'm super excited, Brenda. This has been an honor. I feel like a dream come true to be on this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I just, want to thank everybody for listening. And if you haven't, even outside of the, you know, outside of the giveaway, like leaving a review is not only helping Brenda with her amazing, beautiful podcast, but it's going to help other Latinas find this podcast. Mm -hmm. And that's the moment, that's the goal. Like we want to bring all the girls into this room. Like we want to make sure that everybody feels represented because that's what is key. That's the legacy that we're going to leave with this podcast.
1: Yes, these conversations—it's so true—and just providing that support, you know, y- you will help us provide all these journeys and conversations to more Latinas, so they can be feel motivated, connected, and continue in their journey. And let's continue this conversation by visiting our website at as-media.com. You will find a blog of this conversation on there. With Sandra, uh, the video part of the conversation and as well as the audio. If you want to, you can go a step further. You can follow us on Instagram at ages the podcast at Instagram, or subscribe to our newsletter, and as well as following us on LinkedIn as Ages Podcast, TikTok as Ages the Podcast, and if you want to be a guest, here and be part of this change, be part of this, you know, building ladders and opening the doors for the next generation and sharing your journey, sharing what you've learned, you can email me at as of the podcast at gmail.com. But first of all, before we leave, Sandra, if someone has a question, if they want to follow you, if they want to go to your Etsy shop and want to buy your prints right now, where can they go?
0: Okay. So what you're going to do right now is go to Instagram. That's where I hang out. That's my favorite place in the world. So make sure to go to Instagram and follow me at Fearless Yaya. So that's fearless, Y-A-Y-A. And in the link in my bio, if you check out uh, the first couple of links, you're going to find a free wallpaper. So I'm going to have a couple up. So when this episode airs, you're going to have many wallpapers to choose from. So subscribe to get a free wallpaper. And then if you're interested in purchasing one of my prints, make sure to go to the link in my bio to get my Etsy store link. And if this, you know, for people that have been listening or listening like a couple months maybe in August August I'll be launching my website fearlessyaya.com so thank yes. you again for having me I'm super excited I'm so excited to share my work with the world and if you ever have any questions please DM me send me a DM or email me because I am somebody that's super open to talking about mm-hmm. my process and what I do and how I do things so please 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 um, go ahead and Send me a quick DM. I'm pretty responsive. I'm really fast with my DMs, so make sure to shoot me a DM and and also like reach out to other creatives that inspire you Mm -hmm. or even your heroes, people that you might you might not think are reachable. Sometimes are so please be sure Mm -hmm. to follow your dreams and know that this Yaya, fearless Yaya, believes in you and I believe in you, Brenda. I believe in everything that you. you do, and I'm so proud of everything that you've accomplished that. I wish I could like jump out of the screen and give you a hug. So,
1: virtual hugs right now. Virtual soon, hugs right now. Well,
0: soon. soon, soon we'll become, I, I definitely need to come and hit you up in California. <laughs> so please be sure to, to know that you're changing the world with what you're doing okay. right now. So I'm, I'm super excited and I'm super proud to be part of this legacy.
1: Thank you, and I'm really proud and happy that you're here, and that you were the guest for the 60th episode of A Yes. Like 60 episodes, 60 conversations with 60 empowering Latinas, 60 empowering A Yes. Wow. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, and thank you for listening always, for being an amplifier, for being a supporter of A Yes. And I'll be seeing you. You'll be hearing a new conversation and more news of our future plans here on A Yes in two weeks. Adios. Chao. Hola Ellas. Have you heard the news? We just launched our website. If you've been inspired by our conversations, then you'll want to visit our site. Head over to Ellas-Media.com for more inspiring content. You can also subscribe to our newsletter, so you'll always be alerted when we publish empowering tips for you to continue paving your path in your business, project, career, and life. If you've been listening to A.S. for a while, you know that I'm a big supporter of providing a platform for Latinas to share their stories and inspire current and future generations of women. With that said, I'm looking to get this podcast into the lives of more amazing Latinas just like you. You can help by going to Apple Podcasts and write a review. Tell me what you think and leave any number of stars. It would mean the world to me. Thank you in advance. Ellas was produced, hosted, and audio edited by me, Brenda hernandez Jaimes Our video conversations are edited by Javier ortiz Ruiz. Our logo and podcast cover art was designed by Jennifer Cepeda. And thank you to Shiro, who created the podcast theme song, Sunken Streets. You can download this track on freemusicarchive.org or listen to him on Spotify, YouTube, and follow him on Instagram. This is Ellas.